podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Have you guys seen the price of footballs lately? £10 flat, £15 fully pumped up. That's inflation for you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that, was, that, that was a real silence. That was yeah. long. Both. It's not bad, but it's not great. And it was also your you trying to hold your breath after finishing it, waiting for our reaction. That was probably the best part about it, which says a lot about the joke. I thought I thought you guys were going to really like that one. I loved it. The, um, the look on your face as you got towards the end was such a big smile, like a beaming smile. And I was like, oh, no, I can't let him down, but then I couldn't say anything. I couldn't do anything. Sorry, that's, that's, Nate. No, it's fair enough. This fair could enough. be a brutal score for Nate. I think he was it thinking could, this was high. I thought this was going to be like eight, eight, nine, maybe, but. I'm sorry, Nate. Looks like you're about to break my heart. You are going to be disappointed. Okay, hit me. Two. Oh. Oh. <laughs> A two. Uh, maybe, oh. You didn't, maybe, you didn't, maybe you didn't understand the joke, class. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> when they're flat and then they're pumped up, inflation. It's got it's two meanings, you see. So maybe <laughs> if I tell it again now, maybe you can give it another another mark. I often need Jake's explaining, but I, even I got <laughs> yeah. that one. So. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> give I'm just me some credit. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I uh, I'm sorry, Nate. Oh, now I feel bad. No, no, don't don't. It's all about self improvement here. That's how we get there. Tough love. We're a tough love podcast. If nothing else. Welcome to The Pad Hoc, a podcast featuring stories following Formula One around the world. I'm Lawrence Brote, senior writer at F1.com. And I'm Chris Medland, F1 correspondent at Racer. And I'm Nate Saunders from ESPN.com. That was beautiful. We, got, we, work, na- we nailed it. We nailed yeah. it. One take wonder that was. <laughs> peaked. Absolutely peaked. Uh, well, speaking of peaking though and, and doing well, before we get into this, I want to hit you all with a review. Yeah. Now... Uh, Nobody will know this, but we've had more listeners recently because for some reason, more people have found the podcast and last week was really big, which is great. It also means we've had one new review. And I believe this was our first honest negative review. So we had we had a four star one at some point that I was a little bit hurt by. But all they were saying was that we're great, but Nate shouldn't offend babies. (laughs) Which, you know, I can accept. Yeah, I think that's... well, I have a story about that to, to remind me in, in a sec. Well, before we get to that excitement, um, th- this is it's a weird review. Uh, it, it just just says the, the review title is Feb 2021. Uh, it says, you guys should stick to television. <laughs> or in the cases of Nate and I, get into television. Uh, and two stars. <gasps> which, which has hurt our rating, I won't lie. Um, so I mean, stick to television is difficult for me because I've never. <laughs> I know medicine's <laughs> done some of it. I if I stick to television, who's the review? What's the reviewer's name? Doesn't say. Doesn't say. Know. Wow, didn't hit, hid behind an anonymous name. That's sad. Um, um, well, admittedly, the feed that it comes through doesn't give you the names. It just says where it's from. Okay. It's from Apple Podcasts. You, uh, so Apple sent us that. That was from Apple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, direct. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, that's outrageous. They, but was um, any. Was there any constructive feedback? Like, you know, how we can be better? Yeah, stick to television. 
<laughs> but that's not constructive. <laughs> Why don't they like us? That's don't what know. I want to know. Because I'm eager to learn. Reviewer, come back another day and uh, give us a full essay, please. Yeah, maybe let's open that question up and please send it to our Twitter account. What could we do better that, or should we just stay in television? Because, uh, and and if it's B, please send advice for how I can get in. <laughs> because <laughs> I've never worked in television before. I reckon there's a compliment there as well, because maybe they just want to see us. Maybe that's what he's trying to say. That he wants, to, he wants to see us rather than just hear us. It's not enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it could be because we do often reference like things we're doing and then we realize no one can see us, don't we? Yeah. Well, they can't see right now, Nate, that you're sat on the floor. Why are you sat on the floor? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) this is not very comfortable. I'm going to be completely honest. I feel like that might have impacted the delivery of the joke earlier, just as an FYI. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So uh, I'm until next week, I'm still back with my parents. And um, yeah, that usually I use the I use a desk uh that my dad is using today for a, a call and because my mum is off she's been given vaccines out uh for about a month um, so i was like, i can't go kick her out of the living room for you know to do this because you know she's been working hard so i've gone into the spare room where there's no desk so this is currently propped up on a weights bench um and i'm sat down next to the weights bench so um and the weight bench i is, i've barely used since i've been back it shows so <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, and and I mean, it makes me realise how bad my posture is because my back is killing me. So you can um, do some yoga poses, no? Well, maybe later. Well, I would have done had I done a better joke, but now I'm gonna, I'm just gonna sit here in silence. And admittedly, if we'd have taken the advice and done this on television, people could have seen yoga with Nate, which is just what everyone's <laughs> wanting right now. Well, I've a lot of people I know have watched yoga with Adrian, and they've said the only thing that would be better than yoga with Adrian would be yoga with Nate, or <laughs> yoga with Nate and Adrian. You know, because I know that's Austin, so maybe we could do a do a live show later in the year when we go there. Because she has a dog as well that's very adorable, so we could take the dog for a walk. Let's make it happen. Why not? Um, heard, it, heard it here first. Yeah. So I just remembered that I I, I plugged something, didn't I? I Let's said, go to your baby on, story, Nate. Yeah. Your chance so, to to redeem yourself, okay? Or not? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So two of my two of my really close friends have had a baby recently, not long after the original episode where we talked about ugly babies uh two different friends of mine have had babies and all of the pictures since then have been like outrageously adorable like i can't even like pick fault in any of, the, any of them so i feel like now the world is like reacting to me saying that and every bit because i just keep seeing like kids i'm like, oh, look, yeah that's not an ugly baby this sounds it, it, it sounds weird i'm not trying to make it sound weird or anything but yeah so since it I've said, it's like it's like it's like i can't now die on that hill anymore you know so um yeah it's, so maybe uh, you've inspired a generation of good looking babies like maybe that's what you've done i mean maybe that could well be it uh i i, I certainly that's what i'm going to tell people i don't know i don't know how that exactly would work that would that suggest i'm all of their dads yeah i was gonna say that sounds <laughs> strange a generation though as well that's strong work <laughs> generation nate imagine that a whole generation <laughs> growing up they're just my no one else is allowed to have any but me. That would be, be wild. Hair products, hair, hair product companies <laughs> lose a fortune. Uh, <laughs> they'd be, well, yeah. they wouldn't for the first 20 years, would they? Didn't you have hair? 20 years. 20? Well, no, they'd all kind of pivot into like regain and, you know, all the hair, the hair regrowth, wouldn't they? So still the men, anyway, there. The, women, the women, the women all have very curly hair in my family. So that would be all right. 
Anyway. So, um, <laughs> I don't, sorry, I thought, I don't I know where we, we go from that. <laughs> what sorry, what guys. a world that would be. To anyone listening, I'm really sorry. I, this is a pad hoc, isn't it? I thought I was on the Saunders Family podcast, uh, <laughs> which goes out every Wednesday. Uh, and it's just, our, it's just our family talking about uh, our lineage and our, our genealogy. Is that a word? <laughs> it is now. Genealogy. That's <laughs> <laughs> about the Haas team, though, isn't it? Yeah, uh, genealogy is what they should have called one of the F1 cars. <laughs> oh, I don't know. If anyone is still listening, let's try and take it back to Formula One, shall we? Should we? We should definitely stick to TV, shouldn't we? Listening to ourselves. We um, do. Formula One. Well, <laughs> do you remember last week? We uh, not last week, two weeks ago. We talked about launches and what we'd do if uh, if we had the chance to launch our own car. We had freedom. Lily have you Hammer had a load of that? teams? Have you had a load of teams come to you and they've gone medes? We loved your idea on the podcast, on the paddock. I can't even say our own name of the podcast. Dear, oh dear. <laughs> well, because of NDAs, I'm afraid I can't tell you that. Uh, <laughs> but I did put on our Twitter account um, to ask our followers, all 300 odd of them, um, what they'd do. And the first response was from <clears throat> Freddie Coates, who says he'd launch his new car on his podcast so he can get some fans. Oh, um, which is, yeah, the problem with the podcast and launching cars, I don't think you see it. Just, yeah, no. Yeah. Just, you, I don't you, really know how that would work. And, no, you could stream it. If you streamed it live on YouTube, that would be the idea. Um, maybe, but I guess, yeah, we just don't do that. Uh, there's another one, someone called Callum, who has got a picture of F1 Diary but the I of diary is a one. So F1, D1, A-R-Y. What's um, D1? I think it's a podcast or uh, maybe it's a blog or a website um, or a content creation thing. Anyway, um, they said he said that they would fill it with meme drivers and get it sponsored by condoms or something. We'd be slow as hell, but hey, we would bring the golf colors back to F1 because the F1 diary logo is like the golf logo that you'll have now seen on the McLaren recently. So I think McLaren have beaten them to the punch there too. So, so far, yeah. I don't have high hopes for our listeners' teams. I won't lie. Did he say meme drivers? Yes, meme drivers, which is right up your street, Nate. But what is the meme driver? As in like Maldonado and stuff, like you tell drivers us. that are memes. I don't really know. That's out of my, that's out of my jurisdiction. Well, what's a meme lord? <laughs> Aren't you a meme lord? So what's a meme lord? Well, I like to, yeah, I believe, I believe I am. I'm just a lord of, you know, Especially dank memes. They're my, they're my. <laughs> so anyone, anyone listening, by the way, a little plug. There's a Facebook group called uh, F1 Memes for DRS loving teens, which may or may not be run by me. <laughs> uh, but if it is run by me, please go. Uh, please tell me if you like it. If it's if you don't like it, then I don't know who runs it. Um, it's probably Meadows or something. Smoothly done. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, so but no, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that one. Meme drivers. Um, well, you do your research for the next episode and we'll find out what it actually means. But uh, yeah, I don't think those launches would have gone down so well as, you know, Tom Brady or Daniel Craig showing up. Which, yeah, that was, I thought it was pretty good from Aston Martin. Yeah, let's, Talk about big names, yeah. Yeah, Nate's actually still sat on the floor because he basically fell over as soon as Tom Brady <laughs> showed up in an F1 launch and he hasn't gone up yet. Um, <laughs> like, so Nate's a Bucks fan as well. He's had the six weeks of his life with the Bucks winning the Super Bowl. Uh, all of his Super Bowl stash arriving at his home, 
and uh, one item, I think, which was free because he'd been refunded for it and it still arrived. And then Brady showing up in an F1 car launch. It just Your life's peaked, mate. I think it has. I don't think it's going to get much better than that, uh, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, it was kind of, it felt like a bit of a flex, obviously getting uh, Daniel Craig in as well. Um, bit of a flex on the other teams. I liked that because we weren't really sure what kind of, um, what kind of team we were going to get with Aston Martin. But straight out the gate, they're like, here's Brady, here's Bond. Boom. Um, and um, Gemma Atherton? Atherton. Atherton. I never know how to say her name. But she was the host. She was. She didn't have the easiest time of it, did she? She got um, a little bit stuck at a few points. Which, what I can't understand is, I don't think that was actually live. Well, we were talking about this in our WhatsApp chat. So it seemed like you said she thought it was a pre-record, but it seemed live. But yeah. then... Maybe it, think, was, it was. It was weird. Well, looking at it, I'm thinking of the press release came out at the exact same time with all the quotes from the launch. Now, obviously, they could have scripted it, but um, mm. it said it was sound bites from the launch. Uh, there was imagery that was coming up as live, basically, as still photos from the launch event. So I'm not too sure if they'd re- done the launch a little bit earlier and they were just playing it out. So on YouTube, it was down to premiere, not a live stream. So that suggests it was a pre-recorded thing. So I get the feeling she basically got a bit stitched up. And at the time to where she was like, oh, who am I talking to? Was because she thought they'd cut that out in the edit and they haven't. So I think that's what's happened. Um, but yeah, that, that bit was a bit tough on her, but never mind. It, I, I thought it was cool that they went kind of big like that. It was quite old school, I thought, in Formula One launches. Like we've seen the Spice Girls part of F1 launches. I just feel like they, they wanted to make more of an event of it and I think it's the kind of thing that maybe when Red Bull first came in they wanted to kind of cause the scene mm. um and make it more about the brand than about Formula One and so I'm quite excited to see what Aston will try and do um later this year if they'll do other cool stuff like that um I thought it was really cool and that then, came after the Alpine launch which I thought was really cool as well the innovation um that they use there which that I actually was great, was. the holograms and stuff yeah, it's, it's kind of strange and it always looks weird, doesn't it? When you see people almost reading an autocue and, and they're in yeah, a virtual world. But at the same time, to do something different, like hats off. Um, a, a lot of the launches have been pretty cool in that sense, actually. There's been some, some good ideas. Um, there's been some plain ones, like here's a picture of our car and that's it. But then I guess that's all you really need. But yeah, mm-hmm. I like it when teams go big. Um, they did, like you said, it felt really old school, the Aston thing. Uh, like I liked the Union Jack over the car and stuff as well, or Union flag because it's not on a boat. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that was all. That was all very good, nice and British. Although, colour is it British racing green? Yeah, well, they call it... it Aston Martin racing green, don't they? Gotcha. Okay, I hadn't which actually. I, which is which it is... was? It's not the same colour that Jaguar had, is it? It's a slight different shade of it, but yeah, it doesn't look like the tone of. Yeah, I called it British Racing Green because it was green, but I know that it's not. It's not exactly what it. It does look like their Lemon entries. It's the same kind of color as that, but I, I, without comparing them, I don't know. Maybe that could be our next episode. We deep dive into green. How green is British Racing Green? We should get the Sam pattern. Collins on the uh, pod for that. He's uh, that Lawrence works with at F1, and he absolutely <laughs> loves it when we talk about liveries. He, uh, he thinks it's really cool that everyone focuses <laughs> on the livery of a car and the colour scheme rather than anything technical to do with it at all. Uh, so, yeah, we can, we can get him on for that, for those expertise. It does show you what most, most people are interested in, right, is they don't care about the winglets and the end plates. You know, most people just want a car that goes fast and looks nice. 
yeah. I, I would I would say you know and and that's not <laughs> you know it's not doing down people that like that stuff but most people m- most people who I know who saw the Aston Martin either said it looks great or it looks awful they didn't message about the fact that it looks like a Mercedes again you know for example I've just thought being really selfish Uh-oh. of the opportunities we might have missed this year thanks to that's COVID. dangerous matters yeah I think. know but so we had two big launches in Alpine and Aston back-to-back days because obviously they're new brands as well coming in and they want to promote their car brands now rewind 12 months to a normal situation or 24 months and the world's normal it's a normal physical launch there's a chance we'd have got to drive an Alpine road car and an Aston Martin road car like maybe as part of some sort of launch event on back-to-back days how cool would have that been uh yeah that would have been really cool that would have been yeah that would have been great would have been less good when I'm one of the first people to crash an Aston Martin at a, uh, <laughs> at a journalist event. Um, yeah, that would have been terrifying. I mean, if they want to give me a you know, DB9 or something, I'll happily drive it around, but I just don't want to fill out the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> it says I'm in any way liable for it. Uh, Good luck with that. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'll pitch that. I'll pitch that to Aston Martin this year and see if they come back. Fingers crossed. I was going to say, if any communication teams listen to this podcast and want to theme their launches next year to make up for this year around giving us some cars to, to test drive. Um, particularly like when Esteban took an Alpine out on Monte Carlo's uh, rally stages, didn't he? So if mm. you perhaps want to just do that again, but let us have a go, I'd be up for that. Yeah, that'd be perfect for Nate from the sounds of it. Um, yeah. Icy <laughs> Mountain Roads in a yeah. rear-wheel drive car. I think it's rear-wheel drive, the Alpine. That'd be uh, interesting. Bring it on. That's what I say. Bring it on. I mean, I mean that's that... con- that's great content right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's your last bit of content, but it would be yeah. great. <laughs> what a well, way to well, go! Well, I mean, I think it would be. I think I think it would springboard me to great things. Probably, I'd finally get to television, like I like our reviewer wanted. Was it I'd the Alpine that, was... that caught fire on Top Gear that Richard Hammond was driving? I believe it was. Uh, I'm pretty I sure it was. I remember that video when they announced. I remember oh, when they announced oh, my that. Me, so was... I was just smashing my uh, microphone up with my coffee cup while I was going to Google. Google that. Sorry, Nate, as you were. Sorry. They that clip of Richard Hammond went around, I think, when Alpine announced well, when Renault announced they would become Alpine this year. So I believe I believe you're right. Unless I'm I, I might just be making it up, which is No, I've checked it. It's correct. It was the A one ten on fire at the Monte Carlo rally. Nice. Um Wow. Lovely. So um if we, if we could recreate that with Nate, that'd be good. Maybe Nate can do that. He can see how many uh, cars can he make catch fire from from F1 brands and you know you could then be like uh, the hottest take on <laughs> the new model Maybe, from Merck and things like that yeah me doing a review of a car in a burning car would be I mean that would be interesting content would you watch that I don't think I'd the insurance premium would be extraordinary but think of the, but think of the numbers <laughs> lads think of the, think of the think of those sweet sweet clicks those views There'd be at least there'd be at least a hundred, maybe, maybe one hundred and fifty. Um, you know, if that's not enough for a brand, I don't know what is. I mean, we have they... now just taken our launch ideas from to me seeing pretty like bizarre. So yeah, to Nate being like burned in a road car. So yeah, that's, yeah, it's probably a reason we're not in charge of this. I'm quite I'm quite surprised, Nate, that you're so keen to sign up to this idea. Yeah. I, I'm not really. I just know that there's no 
you know, I just want to be back in a car in any or any media event ever. I'll do I'll do anything at this point. So anything. Did everyone hear well, that? Nate no. will do anything at this point. Okay. Anything. At this at this point <laughs> right now. <laughs> ending after the recording of this show, unfortunately. So you know, if you're listening, it's expired. So nice try, Laz. <laughs> not gonna you're not gonna give me a two out of ten. Two out of ten and then try and trick me into something like that. This is how people lose this is how people end up shaving their heads for charity. I'm not gonna do <laughs> uh, no. I, I, uh, I wish I'd done that for starters with the length of my hair right now. But to be fair, on Nate's two out of ten thing, Brett, actually, just to circle back to that, we did get a tweet after the last episode from Alex Griffin saying, Is it weird that I recycle Nate Saunders' jokes from the paddock? My wife never mirrors my appreciation for them. Um, oh, thank you, Alex. And, and Nate was like, not weird at all. And now they're best friends. <laughs> well, a- Alex Griffin is actually a sock account. It's just one that I've set up. <laughs> I've been working on it for many years. And now I just tweet compliments to myself. Um, in fact, I think probably 50% of the people you know on Twitter who you have never met are actually just me. <laughs> wow. I've just been working on them for years. <laughs> oh, wow. Laza has frozen in a great... Oh, okay. For a second. Don't <laughs> You forgot was, this. I think it was you that froze. Yeah, it was you on ours. It was you on ours. <laughs> All right. Nice. Like, like Godzilla stepping on a piece of Lego. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is meant to be a video pod. Wow. Yeah. What a shot that was. <laughs> uh, Beretta was about to ask something. I could see it in his eyes. I, I was about to ask something, and now I forgot what I was about to ask, which I know doesn't make for good podcast fodder. I think Meadows can probably just delete most of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll just do the joke and then the intro and then and then Laz saying thanks for listening. Because the joke was so poor, we can't. Oh, can't, we can't. <laughs> I mean, let's not. Okay, look, let's not make this about the joke again. We've done the joke. We've done the criticism. You know, Nate's, Nate's been humbled. Let's move on. I'm, I'm still waiting for the next public service announcement, Nate. Oh yeah, that's true. I wonder what it's gonna. What, what I can't remember what they're gonna be about. You were but. gonna advertise something. I can't remember what. I'm. I'm starting to wonder though if there's gonna be a correlation between joke score and quality of podcast episodes that follows. <laughs> um, because Quite today possibly. definitely feels like. I think this 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 definitely mirrors the quality of the uh, yeah. the joke. Um, and I will, you know, I suppose I've got to take the blame for that. But I do have a question okay. um, for you both because Barreto couldn't remember his. But mine was just going to be generally about the launches we've seen. We haven't seen Williams yet. Uh, that's tomorrow. That's going to be AI, which is very cool. Mm. May have seen a potential leaked delivery, not leaked delivery, but like preview of delivery and jury's out. Um, but what do you make of all deliveries and cars that you have seen so far? What's been your, your best, your favorite car and your favorite launch? Um, I think favourite launch has been um, the Ferrari one. I just thought the way they did it was quite cool. Um, it's very slick. Um, I know that a lot of people who aren't media won't have seen that launch because most of it was um, three guys, um, Matia, Carlos and Charles, just chatting to us <clears throat> in, no uh, in a studio. And no car. But I just thought the way that it was, hand- was handled was, was, was brilliant from a media perspective. Um, I thought we got everything that we needed out of it. Um, for me, car-wise, I think that livery-wise, I think the Alpine one is pretty cool. Like that metallic blue 
is sweet. I think there were so many people over the winter going, oh, they're just going to stick with black and then put a, you know, a few hints of red and red and blue on there and they've properly gone for it. So I like massive respect to them for doing that. I actually, just to call you on the uh, Ferrari bit there though, I agree. Like for listeners won't know, but obviously we stress about how well media access is handled or the way it is for us guys. And there's some teams that still are having like a zoom session where they just say it's a free for all and shout out your question. And it's just awful. Like, you know, that means everyone's still got their mics open to try and get their question in and you can't hear anything that's being said. And it's just like terrible. But then Ferrari did it with, I want to say 150 people on it. They had, yeah, the drivers and Matea and a host in the Fry Museum, a huge wall behind them, like interactive screen where you could see all of us. So basically the, the full Zoom meeting was being projected there, but like in a quite a stylish way. And then whoever was asking a question would appear on the other side of the screen, just their big face, so they could be seen. Um, and it, yeah, it worked really well. So um, that was very slick. So bodes well for Ferrari, that's what we're saying. If Ferrari have a better season this year, we gave you the heads up that there, there was some slick operation there at Marinella. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, Nate. But to people listening, I mean, that wasn't the Ferrari car launch, was it? So I don't you know, no. for anyone listening who thinks they've missed the car. It wasn't that. Um, yeah. So that's why I wouldn't give it to Ferrari. I think it was a slick event. I would give the best. My favorite car is the Aston. I think that looked great. And um, if I say that's my favorite event, you're just going to say it's because of Brady. But that was the reason. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say Aston Martin was the best launch. Um, but also it was nice because I, I really don't understand why these launches are kept like why a, they, if they do them super early in the morning in the UK or something like the point of these launches is you should try every, everyone in the UK and everyone in Europe who is an F1 fan is going to tune into those launches. What you want to be doing with the launch is making somebody see your car who wouldn't have gone out of their way to see an Aston Martin or to see a, alpine or even know who know what alpine is you know so if you if your launch manages to get into media that it wouldn't normally have got into i think it's a successful launch like mclaren's one was nice it was a cool event but i think if you're if you weren't a mclaren fan you probably wouldn't have seen that it might have been on sky sports news uh, in the uk so aston that you know getting brady in is a great way just to hook in a casual fan in the us and say look you know you probably don't have any interest in this car however the link with Brady or the link with, if you're a Bond fan, even, you know, they're like, oh, cool, Aston Martin's back in F1. So I think for that reason, joking about Brady aside, like, I think that was quite cool um, because it seems like that's the way you should be launching cars these days. But that's just me. That's just my opinion as someone who talks about American sports all the time. <laughs> do, you, um, do you run the Tom Brady fan club? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> um, I run, right, well, I should run uh, the Tom Brady fan club. Maybe I could set up a, like a, a secondary one like the uk satellite maybe or yeah, the london satellite perhaps be too much it would be too obvious wouldn't it you know it'd be way too obvious and um my friend graham who listens to this podcast absolutely hates brady so if he's listening i hope he's not turned off at this point but if he hasn't turned off at this point i want him to know that uh tom brady is a, a seven-time super bowl champion <laughs> Thanks, and Meadows, what about you? Thanks for informing everyone of that, Nate, because yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone it's missed it. Confirmed as of now. <laughs> um, I think I kind of joined you both on this. I think I think the latest two cars we've seen are the best two looking cars. I did like the McLaren, especially when they launched it, but it it's been beaten over time. Um, the Alpine, I'm with you. I think that looks so slick. Really like what they've done with that. Uh, and I think. I think I probably would go with the Aston launch for similar reasons to Nate. I feel like it could have 
been a bit smoother, especially if it wasn't live. Um, and yeah, there was there was maybe the potential just to sort of tighten it up a bit so that we weren't talking about funny little moments like who am I talking to? But apart from well, that, yeah. That wasn't the only funny moment, was it, from that launch? There's one that's been doing the rounds in our WhatsApp chat that was very funny, uh, which was Mr. Lawrence Stroll talking about no time to die. So there's this moment in, for anyone listening, uh, I don't know, maybe we can maybe we can find a way to share the audio. But basically, he's talking to Brian. Who is Brian? I can't remember Brian's full name. Brian. Brian. Okay. I'll find Brian. You, you continue. <laughs> he's talking to Brian and he says... I'm not going to try to do Lawrence Stroll's accent because I won't do it. He just goes, thanks, Brian. Changing the subject slightly, I think we're all looking forward to seeing No Time to Die. And it's just such a weird segue into that subject. And it's done in such a robotic <laughs> way <laughs> that I thought it was really funny. And it's the sort of thing that I find amusing at the very least. Um, I can tell by you two, but that's another two out of ten impression slash <laughs> this is the thing you said you weren't going to do an impression and I did one. <laughs> you slipped into one. absolutely nailed it as well i think i actually i was mid mid impression that i wasn't going to do and i was like this is pretty damn good it was uh brian humphreys who is the ceo of cognizant that uh, he was segueing from so there's their plug seeing as we're basically taking the piss out of part of the launch um, we'll <laughs> no, them, I mean, we'll give them the title sponsor block. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was good fun. Um, so uh, hopefully the hopefully the impression has redeemed us slightly in the ears of the listeners. Probably hasn't. You never know. No, I mean the good thing for dear listeners is that we've got testing coming up. We're actually going to have other things to be talking about. See, so the season is almost upon us. The off season is almost at the end, you know, and hopefully you'll want to keep listening to us when there's actual racing going on. Would you agree, guys? Hopefully. We'll ask you what it's like being in Bahrain. All that sort of stuff. I'm sorry that you guys won't be in just, I'm just hoping I get invited to do TV at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to it. Okay, maybe that's our goal for the year, is to, is to get Nate on TV. Yeah, I'll take that. Let's, let's see what we can do. All right. And then we'll ask that reviewer to review his performance and see if he retracts his comment yeah, and, then, out of 10. <laughs> and then improves the two star rating uh, wow. on Apple on the Apple store. If you can do that's that. why it was a two out of 10 joke today, because no <laughs> two star review. That's what it was. Okay. We know that now we know wow. it's the future. And look at that. We've come full circle. <laughs> Amazing. Well, perfect way Let's... to wrap this up. Should we just wrap it up? Before I think we, we should have we should have done about twenty minutes ago. Let's let's get let's get it over with. Well, thank you to anyone who is still listening. Um, we appreciate you spending uh, some of your precious time with us. Thanks to everyone who's following us on our social channels as well. But um, we could always do with a few more. And always hit the subscribe button if you do enjoy some of the other ones that we've done. And this one was a bit too painful for you. Um, Chris, thanks so much for your time. You can read his work on racer.com. Thanks also to Nate who's sitting on his floor in a yoga position. You can read his work on ESPN.com and you can read my stuff on F1.com. We'll do this again sometime. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Social Podcast Network.